Welcome, everyone, to a long overdue next episode of Drunk Agile. Uh, yes, Pratik and I were on our summer holidays, and uh, we're happy to be back and getting uh, getting, getting back in the saddle, back on the horse. Um, so I already introduced you, Pratik, so I'm not going to... Talking about horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's hiding back there. I don't know if oh. anyone can see her. She's, uh, she's hidden. I don't even know. Oh, there. Oh, there's a snout. <laughs> a little... You got a little sneak peek right there. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> glad to have Nisha back with us, uh, Pratik, Pratik as well. Um, Pratik, what are you drinking? Um, I keep going back to this the Blair Ethel, twelve year old bourbon hogshead. Uh, obviously, obviously bourbon with the coloring on that. <laughs> And so, um, if I remember correctly, you said you were going to share that with me, and uh, that looks a little bit more than half empty. I'm so, just, if, just define share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. isn't, a, isn't a single drink share? Right. So, uh, speaking speaking of Blair Athol, I've been drinking way too much bourbon lately. Um, so, I, I'm 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 back to my Blair Athol as well. Uh, but th this is this is a wine cask making my way through it um but yeah uh, my, my problem is just 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 too much bourbon that, and that will just never do we need to get back but i think i think we said this before the great thing about drinking bourbon is when you go back to, to proper whiskey scotch as americans <laughs> would say um whiskey tastes so much better it's just so much better you can tell There's just the difference in, there. Yeah. yeah just the difference in quality my opinion of course which is always correct um we're starting back this drunk agile with uh, another uh, another viewer question. This one comes from uh, from Phil. We're way overdue. Phil sent this a, a few weeks ago. Way overdue in answering this question, um, and he, he's he's done a great job of setting this up for us. So I'm just going to read the question, uh, and then Pratik, I'll hand it over to you, and um, we'll, we'll we'll see what uh, Phil says. And by the way, those of you who have questions, we we do listen to you. Please send us you know any questions you have on Twitter, you know, post it on the comments, whatever. So here we go. The concept of right-sizing a piece of work is predicated on an appreciation of the effort slash complexity slash duration of the work required, a form of estimate, if you like. That's true. This feels to play into the hands of ex-ante analysis, which is widely understood to have lim its limitations, and too much of this is generally seen as wasteful. That's also true. At times, it feels like we're being guided to just start and understand more as we work through. However, to establish a stable, a stable system from a metrics perspective, it feels we need to have a degree of understanding of the size slash complexity in order to size items. The two are opposed and I would appreciate your guidance on finding the sweet spot to achieve meaningful metrics without too much waste in the form of ex-ante analysis. Great question. There's a lot there that I think we need hey, to unpack. Um, yeah. So um, I guess before I, before I hand it over to you, uh, if if not if if all of you haven't seen our videos on right sizing, please go back and watch those videos on right sizing. We also have a video on ex ante versus ex post analysis, or uh, you know whatever. So you might want to go back and and read some of that. So Pratik, having said all that, yeah. what's the answer? This is a this is a two drink minimum question. Easy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, first of all, thanks for sending that in because because yeah, it's, it's a great question and and. If you've heard Dan and I talk over and over again about this kind of stuff, we've said, yeah, just start this thing. Let's just do a rough thing, just start it, and then you'll figure it out. Um, and uh, meanwhile, if, if if you if you go to the more uh, traditional way of working, more, uh, a waterfall phased approach, 
there's literally there's there's a phase whatever long month long phase for understanding the problem and then move then moving to the next phase and these are you know these are diametrically opposed uh, completely opposite of each other uh, where we're saying hey just start the thing and you'll figure it out versus spend a good amount of time figuring it out before you start it um there, there, there. Obviously, between these two options, there's a rainbow of options. Uh, if for us, for Dan and I, at least, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to speak for Dan here. We tend to um, to err on the side of do as little as possible before you start working on the thing, um, and instead of do a lot to figure this thing out. But to Phil's point, we, you, you have heard us talk about right staging. You have heard us talk about just that just little as possible being understand enough in the context of your own data to say is this thing just too big and and do we need to break it up or, or, or is it just good enough and we can move on with it yep. so. um i'm 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 glad you you brought up the not that you wouldn't uh, but the point about understanding the context of your own data because let's let's talk about a specific example and i believe we we mentioned this in our ultimate case study um it's it's been several years since i've actually read it shame on me um but let's let's take the specific case of you know may, maybe it's a higher level oh i don't know a portfolio board that we're working on mm -hmm. and we've got we're, we're tracking epics at our, our at the portfolio board level. And let's say our work breakdown structure is such that we have epics that are breaking down in, in, into stories. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things that we did at, at Ultimate Software, which I'm sure I'm hoping a lot of you have, have done as well, is, you know, um, gathered all of the data from previous epics and understood, okay, you know, a, a typical epic that has moved through the system, how many stories did that, that break down into? You know, um, and I think at, at Ultimate, correct me if I'm wrong, I think 85% yeah, of them were, were 20 yeah. stories, 20 stories or less. Yeah. So to Phil's point, um, you know, one of the things that we did is we assumed when an epic came into um, our system without doing too much upfront analysis, you know, we just we just kind of assumed, you know, this this epic will be 20 stories or less. So for whatever reason, we had reason to believe that that thing would be bigger than 20 stories, then yeah, we, we, we broke that thing up immediately. But the assumption was really that this thing was gonna be 20 stories or less. And to Pratik's point, we would just pull it in and, and start working on it. Um, but then, you know, that, that, that requires diligence because as you're working on it, you will discover new stuff and, you know, new, you know as, as you actually get in and you start breaking and defining stories and things like that, you might quickly find out that, hey, this thing looks like it's going to be bigger than 20 stories. Uh, you know, and that thing needs to needs to be broken up. So that's this is one thing that you might you might consider. Not only you know all the fills of the world, is you know if 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 that is your context where you know you've got these bigger items that you're breaking up into smaller items, go take a look. You know those, those typical bigger items. How many of those smaller items did they break up into, and can you make some reasonable assumptions about you know how many that should be in order to be right sized? You know, is it should we have 20 stories or less in our epics or should it be something else? I don't know. Yeah, and, and, and I think this, this it's it's a point that we often make, but it's, 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 we haven't seen it applied really well in most places. Is teams get really good at um, the day-to-day -day task, I, task, the day-to-day -day work items, splitting those up. Um, but because it's not a discipline that that's above that team level at that potentially portfolio level, um, 
we don't get really good at saying this this request came in from the customer how many epics is this or how many features is this um, we usually just assume that this is one thing and we're going to just work the stories underneath it so the right sizing of those epics should not just to go back to the question that phil was asking should not take a long time if it's taking a long time you're taking all that time away from actually doing the work so we can do a quick and dirty yeah this looks good let's move on and then back to your point dan as that thing makes progress and we learn more and if it's getting too big let's break that thing up then yeah um you know and then you can do kind of you know a, a, a crude form of what's known as as reference class um forecasting you know you know if if you will and that is you know if you have a project or an epic you might you might just quickly say hey does this project or does this epic does this whatever feature whatever it is does it look like something we've done in the past you know is 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 there you know an analogy to it um which might help us to hone whether the thing is uh you know is is sized right or not, you know, rather than saying, "Hey, let's let's look at everything we've you know we've always done." Hey, you know, mm -hmm. this is this is a regulatory item, and we we know that our regulatory items roughly take this long. Uh, you know that 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 is uh, that is another option. Um, as you as you can hopefully maybe kind of tell from the the tone of my voice, I'm I'm less enthusiastic about that rather than uh, what I mentioned before is you know can we understand um, you know from a from a breakdown perspective, you know, if this thing was yeah. right sized or not, but that, that is an option. That's about, especially if you're talking about projects that you, you know, you've really never done before, brand new team, uh, brand new technology, whatever. Yeah. And I'm, 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 I'm looking at, I'm reading through the question again. And I think at some point, um, trying to find this, but I thought that Phil mentioned running a stable system at some point. <laughs> He does, yeah. yeah. To establish a stable a stable system from a metrics perspective, it feels we need to have a degree of understanding of size. Yeah, and and, and um, it's not. I, I guess the point we're trying to make here is, yeah, your stable system. You're absolutely right that you need to have some degree of understanding. You just don't need an absolute degree of understanding, um, as long as those items are of the same order of magnitude, you're probably fine. You just don't, you, you're better off being approximately right instead of precisely wrong in this case. Right. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because the, um, the sizing and complexity from a stable system perspective, the sizing and complexity really only comes into play if you look at, drum roll please, um, <laughs> aging, right? Yeah. You know, if... The, the way you know whether something is too big or not is if it's aging too long. So size in and of itself, you know, there's nothing, I think we've, we've said this a thousand times before, there's nothing in queuing theory, there's nothing in things like Little's Law, there's nothing, you know, that like if you look, read Schuert or Deming or whatever, there's none of that stuff that says you have to have items to be of similar size to run a stable system. That just doesn't exist. Yeah. But what Little will say is that you can't have items age too much. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's the true indicator of, you know, from a size perspective, whether something is is too big or not. So, um, you know, so to so when he says to establish a, a stable system from a metrics perspective, it feels like we need to have a degree of understanding of size. 
Kind of yes, but mostly no, right? Up front, you really don't need to know that. It's, it's really as you're working on it and you see it's aging too long, that's when the alarm bell should go off in terms of, hey, this thing is too big and it's, it's causing instability in our system. Yeah, and, and, and if you get to that part of um, right-sizing your epics, as we were talking about earlier, and, and, and reducing that instability, it actually makes forecasting and planning so much easier. Because let's say we're at that point where we're saying 85% of our epics are 20 stories or less, and we do a forecast for the next quarter, and it says 100 stories. Our team can get 100 stories done. Well, cool. 100 divided by 20 is 5. We can confidently uh, commit to five epics as long as we are actively working on right-sizing those epics. Um, so, uh, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Did you, did you, I, I, that is uh, that sounded like the last word for me. I, I was going to kind of wrap it up. I mean, did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, I don't, I don't want to just recap. The, 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 the real question that Phil put out there was, how much analysis is too much analysis in order to figure out should we start this work or not? And by analysis, I mean uh, understanding the item in order to estimate it. Um, from a perspective, just enough to find out if this is larger than other things that have flown through your system in the past. If this just seems outsized for things that have flown through your system in the past. That that's probably enough, and let's move on and start working on it. If this becomes too big, we we'll break it up. Yep. Um, and I always say I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have the last word, but I never do. We 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 all know this. Just but just to kind of piggyback <laughs> what you were saying there, we you can add on to that because this is I wanted to reiterate something you said. We can add on to that is that 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 analysis is done in the in the context of hopefully some data that you've collected, right? That that will help you, that will guide you in terms of. What what that right size is, whether it's number of stories per epics or or what, what whatever that metric is um, that you're using. So, um, what do all of you think? Um, you know about Phil's uh, about Phil's question. Are there other other techniques that you use to to right size um, to stop the the ex ante uh, analysis paralysis? Uh, please leave us a comment, and as we said, if you if you have any other questions, please let us know. Um, another special thanks to Phil. For, for that question, really do appreciate it. Uh, we, we were looking for some good material to get us, you know, get us started back here. So um, uh, really, really grateful for that question. Uh, for Nisha, who is still kind of hiding. I think now we get a fall. We, we get, get a, two pause. Two pause. <laughs> two pause. <laughs> for, the, for the two pause of Nisha, uh, for Pratik Singh, my name is Daniel Bacanti. I want to say thank you so much for, for listening slash watching. And we will see you in the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah.